Black Arts Unknown Podcast, coming back at you. We're back. It's me, Fletcher. Joining me as always. Me. Mr. Whitehead. Whitehead, I'm going to let you do the honors and introduce the banger of a film we just watched. This is a movie that me and Fletcher watched, uh, how long ago would you say? It's February. It's uh, December now, so ten months. Ten months. We hadn't watched this movie in ten months. Didn't really need to watch it again, but glad I did. We watched The Seventh Curse. And uh, it should be noted, we we found this back in February and had a night where we watched two bangers in a row. The first night was uh, Nomads. Nomads. And then we found this. Midnight Pulp was really delivering that night. Yeah. Also delivering a lot of ads. That would be later. Yeah. So we, we I don't know what the hell happened, but Midnight Pulp's just too hard. We've, I think we've mentioned it before. Just so many fucking ads. Yeah. Not that I mind ads, but... Every, like, it's a eight lot. minutes is a little much. Yeah, a little much. Uh, but again, Midnight Pulp free. Yes. But, uh, Tubi's got the ad game on lockdown. But also free that we watched this movie on tonight was Tubi. Good old Tubi. Yep, Tubi came through came through again in the long run. <sighs> Actually, Tubi came through again on Nomads when we rewatched it, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot we also watched it on Nomads. Uh, fucking shout to Tubi. We've been championing it for, hey, I don't want to be that kid, but we knew about that band. Well before anyone else. Oh yeah, yeah, we're um, the Tubi hipster kids. We are. Uh, also, too, we just like free shit. Yeah, and we also watch this with Hudson. Yes. H- Hudson's not here, but we got we we exposed him to it. And we com- mission accomplished. Yeah, because like back in February, we watched both of those movies, Nomads and The Seventh Curse, and we're like, man, they would fucking like Hudson would love this fucking movie. Just took us a while to get him to watch. Them. He'd love both of them, but we have eventually. Within those ten months, got him to watch both of them, and he enjoyed both of them. Yes, damn you, audacity! So uh, we'll keep him. He's here in spirit. He is. Um, now, do we want to break down the plot of this one, or just talk about how fucking badass? Uh, it is? I mean, we can briefly if you want. I just don't want to go beat for beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, actually, I don't either. Because I will say this: for an eighty-minute movie, it is all over the place in a good way. Oh yeah, it, it, like it starts out strong. Like I forgot how. Badass the beginning of this movie is because it's a it, it's a hostage situation in a hospital. Which right was it a hospital? Yeah, yeah, I believe it was like an old hospital. It, although, too, I meant to bring this up to you, and maybe we brought it up when we watched it ten months ago. Now, uh, the beginning slick feels like the end of Hard Boiled with the SWAT guys going in a little scaled down, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Even though Hard Boiled wouldn't be a thing for like another six years. Yeah, one of John Wee was just like, hey, remember that movie you did, Chow? Well, I'm gonna. Uh, you weren't. You should have been there at the beginning, but you weren't. <laughs> He's like, I love that movie, but we're gonna do a hospital ending. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I guess I just. Uh, it's something about the SWAT guys coming in through the windows and shit. I'm like, that's just hard boiled. Although yeah. this is way before hard boiled, but still. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because we, we we get a we get a beautiful Chai Young Fat in this movie, and we we as a supporting character, which we were deceived, but still we enjoyed. Like we thought we were just getting a straight Chow movie. Not the case, but we did not. It was so fine. good; it did not matter. Yeah, which I don't know the name of the guy. The other, the I guess I the main character. I never looked up uh, his name in real life. Yeah, um, this movie is based off a series of books that I don't remember the name of the author. He's in the movie. Yeah, he oddly enough in the movie makes a weird like in cameo drinking brandy with the boys with the characters who I guess were telling him his own story. I, That's I, how I took it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it could be like that. Uh, but yeah, it's apparently it's a book series. It's two different book series with the, both of these guys being the main characters of their respective series. 
Dr. Yoon and Mr. Wisely. Yeah. Mr. Wisely is the main character of this one, and his teacher is Dr. Yoon. And sometimes they cross paths in the books as we understood it. Yeah, which I've got quite a bit, quite a bit of books. Uh, tried, did a very lazy search for the first one of one of the series and couldn't find it translated, so I just kind of gave up. But, for, like, watching this movie, those books must be amazing. Yeah. Because this movie really had it all for me. I, th- I just remember us watching a trailer. And we were just sold on the fact that a uh, oil was in the trailer. Yes. Um, Didn't know how much a big part of it was going to be or not. We we're just like, we're watching this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chow Young Fat, you got a, uh, where did the toy, what did toils uh, originate? I can't remember because it's been so long. Shout out to uh, Jason Carpenter. Yeah. For uh, giving Rabbit us. Radio. It's been so long since I listened to that. I want to say. I think, it, said, I, think, I think it's Indonesia. Yeah, it was like somewhere like Indonesia or Thailand maybe. It might have been Thailand. It could, yeah, very well could have been. Because it's just been, so, I know exactly what episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. You're now, talking now, about. now, toil for a quick rundown is you get a dead baby and you put it in a jar, you do some rituals, and then boom, you have a servant ghost baby to do whatever you need, like oh, make him go to your next door neighbor's house and steal shit. But they still have the intelligence of a baby. But they'll do what you say. You just have to be really clear with them because they will fuck up. Yeah, but he he also also mentioned that uh, people would take these things out for war. Yeah, supposedly these ghost babies could help you fuck your enemy up. Um, but apparently, it, w- whenever time this was real popular for these village people, you know, say Fletcher lived in the village and had a toil. Well, fuck him. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a I'm gonna buy a toil too, so I can steal shit from Fletcher. Yeah, and. What's funny is we're going into toils. There's a toil in this movie. Not necessarily a big part of this movie. No, but it's a devastating part of this movie. And you get to to see it pretty early, too, which... uh, Well, I'll say this. You get to see the creature effects really early in this movie, like way earlier than I remembered, and uh, they're fucking pretty cool. Yeah, all the... uh, Shout out to the stunt work and the creature effects on this movie. Yeah. Both really good, and not necessarily what you would think... Are gonna be good when you tell someone it's a lower budget 1986 Golden Harvest film. Yeah, but fucking the martial arts we should have sort of expected, and the stunt work to be good because it's Golden Harvest. Yeah, but for an adventure action film, fucking great. And then the special effects, like that morphing part, that's really good looking. Yeah, even now, it like that's pretty pretty sweet. Like. For being thirty-seven years old now, yeah, yeah something God. like that. Um, but yeah, it starts out as a skeleton, old ancestor, and the skeleton, the, the, whoever was puppeting the skeleton, amazing job. That thing looked like it had some weight. It yeah, moved it. It didn't look silly, like like you think most movies that have like, hey, we're just gonna wire up a skeleton on strings. It didn't look cheesy at all. No, not at all. It looked fucking really good. And honestly, for all the effects, that's, like, out of the movie, I mean, that's probably the bottom tier one. Oh, yeah. Like. But, yeah, but eventually you see the skeletons, you see its face just, like, extend out into, like, like like Fletcher was saying when we were watching, it looked like an off-brand xenomorph. Yeah, like, uh, just really good effects, creature effects especially, because, I mean, Obviously, I love the John Wayne movie, so do you. 
But those aren't necessarily known for their creature effects, obviously. No. They're great stunt work and all that shit. And uh, You know, I'm a fan of the Jackie Chan, like, 80s uh, Hong Kong movies, like some of the ones I've shown you over the years. Like, yeah. All the stunt work's great, but I was like, you know, they were never really known for... You know their creature effects. They didn't have they didn't have flying kung fu super powered skeletons in those movies. <laughs> though this one does. Yeah, and it's like, fucking cool. It makes me wonder. Like, should I go back and look for Golden Harvest horror movies? Oh, I bet they're I bet they're there, and I bet they're really cool. Yeah, like uh, I'm trying to think of some of the uh, like God of Cookery and stuff like that we watched, and that one the ghost cop dad. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Do those uh, have any creatures lookout in officer? Them? Uh, I mean, they had those, like, stretchy arm. That dude had stretchy arms. Yeah, I guess that was... Not so much a creature effect, but an effect nonetheless. Yeah, but back to this movie, though. Um, we'll say this. We do not get a lot of chow, but we get the most upscaled, pipe-smoking chow. Like, Oh, yeah. he's. He, uh, I'm trying to think. He, he reminded me of, like, a weird mix of, like, spiritualist mixed in with... College doctorate. Uh, college doctorate, but also a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Like, because he had just so much knowledge. Yeah, he knew, yeah, he's like, oh, 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 a blood, oh, you're suffering a blood curse? Oh, well, let me tell you exactly how to fix it. Like, offhand, like, he never was like, let me go to my library, my library, and get a, a book and research. And he was just like, no, I know that off the top of my head. Yeah, he just already knew it. Um, Oh, he, okay, yeah, okay, I, I forgot, he. He almost like there was a little Indiana Jones mixed in with both of the characters. This whole film kind of had a little Indiana Jones ish feel to yeah, it. Like, in a like way. Sherlock, I don't know. Uh, the the pipe made me think like Indiana Jones, Sherlock Holmes mixed in with a Ouija board. Yeah, I can, I can like, get that. I don't know. It was really cool. I like I like like the characters were really neat. And even though you don't see Chang Fat's character much in the movie, the presence. I, if I could get a copy, an English translated copy of these books, I'd read them. Yeah. Just for the chowness alone. No, nah, well, yeah, that I mean, th- these were cool. Yeah, like th- this. This movie's just all over the place in the best way possible. Yeah, like not in a, not in a they can't decide what they're doing kind of way. Yeah, like you know, some movies are like all right, what do you uh, mystery thriller horror? Yeah, I guess like comedy horror suffer from it a lot. Like yeah, they, they lean lean too far one way. This movie was a spread out and beautiful. Yeah, and. Really, like, the, the only intentional funny part, I think. Now, we've only seen this dubbed. I don't know if there's a sub version. I wouldn't mind watching that just to see if... Yeah, like, I, bet, I mean, I bet the sub is just as good. Yeah, I wonder if that's one of those things, like, maybe some things got lost in translation in the dub. Like, what if the sub's way more serious? Yeah, because, like, of course, the the English dub characters' names get chained to, like, Chester Young and Sally, and it's just like, man... That was not their name. We both know his name isn't Chester, and that chick is not Sally. Uh, I will say the, the only, like, legit part I think that was meant to be funny was uh, when that reporter was following uh, Chester, and he just got out and put that bag underneath her Ferrari and hooked it up to the exhaust of his Porsche and just revved just so her back tires wouldn't be off the ground in a... In a like a street light race, and then he just takes off, and she she can't go anywhere when she. She revs. sat in the car and probably watched him do it. Yeah, he goes back. It was like one of the. He got it out of his trunk. Yeah, like I we were both like when we watched the first time, and Hudson commented too. We were like, "What the fuck kind of device is that? I kind of want one. That is ridiculous." The the only thing I can think of with 
the, like the use of it instead of like pranking your friends, which is what I would want to use it for. Would to be actually like like if you got stuck in the mud. That or something or really bad. That I could see that being really cool. Or if you're helping someone change a tire and you have another car to get the exhaust air in. Yeah. Like if you don't have a jack, you know what I mean. Like that. that I guess that's the only practical thing I could see it for. Other than that, it, might, it very well might have just been a mad creation that character had. Yeah, because he he. By the way, that character, uh, our main guy, dope ass pad. Dope pad just has random strange ladies showing up to fuck him. Yeah. Don't even know who it is. Down to fuck, though. Yeah. Also, he has a little moat in his uh, living room. Yeah. How a many, bunch of I, nutcrackers. How many people reason. can say they have a moat in their living room? Yeah, and like, I don't know. It's just a really cool pad. Like, I kind of wanted to like know. There, I wouldn't mind just watching more of a thing just about the characters. Like yeah. A, like like all, a Once Upon a Time in uh, Hong Kong with them. Or yeah, something like sure. all the adventures they, they went on separately and together. Dude, yeah. I really would have uh, liked to see a follow-up with just Chow Yun-Fat's character being the more focused one. Yeah. And then maybe having him tag in, like, the last half. Uh, sorry, uh, wisely. Yeah. Come in, because... Yeah, because I think when I looked these books up, I looked up the, the Dr. Yoon, the Chow Yun-Fat character's books. I was like, ah, I'd much rather read his books. I feel like his would be, like, the more sherlock Holmes ones, maybe. Yeah. And then while we got the young uh, Wisely here, he's more like the gung-ho Indiana Jones. Like, they, they both feel like they're elements of Indiana Jones in a sense, because he's a college professor. Yeah. And then, of course, so he's doing badass shit, fighting Nazis, doing a couple missions for the OSS and shit. Like, even pre-World War II. Yeah. I would say, um, yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed this movie, and... I'll be honest, I'm not going to really have much bad to say about it. No, I mean... I th- did we ever even find a negative, other than it's just not a lot of Chow fat but it yeah, doesn't matter? That, yeah, that's really the only negative, because, like, the trailers make it seem like he's in a lot of it, and he's really not. He's just, like, kind of the beginning, a little bit in the middle, and then, like, right there towards the end. Yeah, like, three scenes, four maybe, max. Yeah, four or five. Yeah. Like, but it uh, works, like... Because this is totally a doctor. This is this is Mister Wisely's movie. I like to think what was happening while this because this came out in '86. Chow was like, "Look, you guys only had me for like five scenes, working on a little thing called a better tomorrow." You motherfuckers! Uh, I mean, that this is right where like him and Wu got together too. So it was actually kind of cool to see like what came out that same year. Yeah, for him. Because I mean, I guess the only other early thing I've seen with Chow Young Fat was the Boont. Yeah, we both did watch it. We, just, we did not do an episode on it. But no. Oh, we've mentioned The Boont a couple different times. I, if that's still on Netflix, everyone go out and watch it. And if you're a fan of Pink Floyd, it oddly <laughs> uses time as a stinger throughout the whole movie. Yeah, it's it took really us a little weird. bit to figure it out. but I think we figured out it, it, it was a TV show that they edited down to movie length. That's, yeah. what, we, that's what we watched. Yeah, we watched just like the movie version. But it, it's just funny hearing Pink Floyd is like an intense thing, is a stinger when like something dramatic would happen. But just the song time. Yeah. Which down I, out. I, which I Man, love that song. I, I do too. I wish they would actually just went for it and like, we're going to play the whole fucking thing. Because yeah. you know they did not give a fuck Hell about paying no. royalties uh, to whatever record company that they Pink Floyd signed with. They would have told Waters to fuck off. Or the record company. Uh, now nah, they would uh I actually they almost wonder if uh, Pink Floyd knows about that. Like, do you guys know 
one of your specific songs from Dark Side of the Moon is a they probably a dramatic stinger in a they probably saw it years after the show had finished airing and then they were like motherfucker mother they're like motherfuckers well that did that is pretty cool fuck it let them have it we need Ian here to do his a uh, Cockney accents about how Pink Floyd would have reacted to uh, to this. It's the one time we don't have him here. I would almost be flattered. If I was him, I'd have been flattered and be like, okay, well, keep an eye on it. Make sure they're not making too much money off of it. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, do we want to rate this one and get out of here? Do we have anything else we need to talk about on it? Uh, I guess we can give them the basic premise. Guy gets cursed. That's the burger curse. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I do like that it's simple. Yeah. Um, still, want, I still don't know what that hostage situation was about at the beginning. They kind of never give us that info. Don't really need it though. Don't really. Yeah, uh, it, all it is. It just, just establishes uh, Wisely's a fucking badass. Yeah, like yeah, the SWAT called him because one of the hostages had a heart attack, and they're like, "All right, we're going to send you in, but we're also going to send you in with a cop dressed as a nurse with a bomb." But it really wasn't a bomb. It was more of just like flashbangs, like a extended flashbang. Yeah. It went off for a while. But they did say bomb. That that's one of those things that might got lost in translation too during the dub. That and the whole like, for me, the gender of the sorcerer, because it looks it looks like a man playing. I initially thought it was a man portraying a, a very ugly woman because with the high, the way they're doing the high pitched voice. Yeah, I think dub, was... but early on, the one of the village girls says, "I don't love you," which you think, "Oh, well, okay, that's probably a dude." And then they call him a sorcerer later, and I was like, "Well, if he was a woman, it'd be a witch or a sorceress or a shamaness or something." Yeah. Uh, but no, I just I don't know. Weird. I will say it's because they had a weird dub. Whoever's doing the dub and the little <laughs> that was so wicked, Witch of the West from Wizard of Oz. Yeah, and it works. It, it did work. Uh, some of the dubs are a little funny unintentionally. Yeah, I think. But uh, other than that, uh, I would like to see a sub to this. But uh, you want to rate it, brother? Before we get out of here, I'll give it a nine point seven five. Uh, dead children toils out of ten. I like, like I said. Not really anything bad I can say about this movie, other than it needed a little bit more Chai Young Fat. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten just because uh, it's a banger for me. It had is. everything I wanted. You know what? Correct, correct. I'm correcting myself. I'll give it a ten out of ten as well. Uh, this movie was amazing. It, it was just a great find too. I wish I, I wish I had it. Oh, yeah, I, I do too. I wouldn't mind picking this up on, on Blu-ray. I'd even like to have it on VHS. Yeah, I wonder if he, I wonder uh, if it's even. Like that's, this could be just one of those weird ones that just never even came over on VHS. Yeah. Because um, I'd never heard of it. No. And as much as you like like John Woo and Chow Fat, I figured you'd probably know about this. But I also thought the same thing, too, about the bunt. Yeah, I mean, they keep them busy in Hong Kong. Because like, I saw something like, uh, I'm trying to remember what uh, Elsa uh, Sally was in. And I was like, oh, yeah, she was in a couple of Jackie Chan movies. That's where I was thinking of her from. Oh, but she okay. had one year, it was like, I think, 1989, and she did like fucking six movies. So I was like, they keep them busy over there. But, uh, well, yeah. Guys. Doing, doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. Please go out and watch uh, The Seventh Curse. The Seventh Curse on Tubi. Go watch it now. 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 We out of here. Bye. Peace, everybody. <laughs>